Hi, my name is Dawn Long. I started this podcast to share not only my story, but to share others' untold stories, to share the truth and journey of healing, so I can show you that it is safe to do the same. We are transforming and healing together. This show is about the heart-centered transformation for you, for me, and the world. This is the Your Transformation Journey show, and this is our journey together. Let's begin. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Your Transformation Journey podcast. And today, our guest with us is Raylynn Daniela, and she is part of Women's Coach Helping Women Shift from Overwhelm burnout and disconnect to come home to their peace, joy, and power. And Braylon, I always love it when I get to connect with women that help women overcome and deal with all of the stuff that we have to deal with. So thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for inviting me. You are welcome. So I always ask people, what got you started doing what you're doing, number one, and how did you get there? Oh, my journey actually began um, from my own experience, we'll say. (laughs) Um, I will just put a warning out there, like I'm very open. And so if any of the conversation is a little bit more triggering for someone, please, like I'm always here to reach out, but I always love to be very open so uh, my beginning of my journey to where I'm at today actually um, I would say happened from experiencing multiple different traumas that I just allowed to pile up on top of each other rather than ever dealing with any of them and um, always being fine (laughs) I was always fine yeah and kind of ignoring all the signs that I needed to give myself a little bit more love and energy. So um, my, I'm a mom of two boys. And so my oldest is 11 and my youngest is six and a half. And when he was born, it was very traumatic, very, um, very unknown. And instead of like dealing with what had happened throughout the labor delivery and um, the first week of him being born, um, I just pushed it down and I was okay. And I was doing fine and um, raising two wild, crazy boys. uh, I didn't think I had time or that it was a priority to deal with what I experienced through those couple weeks. And then um, Another massive trauma happened six days back to work when I came back from maternity leave and I was first on scene to an accident and I just spiraled from there and I went down into a very um, victim survival mode is what I like to call it a combination of everything where I thought that I just needed to control everything around me. Yeah. Yeah. Those of us that have been in trauma situations, that is one of our, coping mechanisms is to control. And if we can control everything, then everything will be okay, but it's not. And when you're talking about the trauma of birth, I think a lot of women, and I think this is something that really needs to be talked about because a lot of women don't talk about the trauma of birth. 
birth can be, yes, can be good, can be blowy, can be all of those things. But there is a lot of times, it's especially in our society, where birth is actually really traumatic and we forget about that. I also think that we forget about all that goes on in trauma in in birth, like even what goes on within our bodies. It's yes, it's a natural state, but it's a lot of change. And it's a lot of um, one way I like I always explain it to clients. Like, I is that, you know, you give birth and it's a joyous time in your life. And your body has just gone from having so many hormones and so many different levels within it and then instantly dropping down to one. So I believe that each and every one of us go through some form of change and balancing practice through that. And it just depends on how it impacts us as our own experience. Yeah. And I always encourage people to talk about their birth story because everyone's is slightly different, but there is some women that I've connected with, you know, on either doing this podcast or for this podcast and, hearing some of their birth stories and you know some of it about the trauma because they go in thinking okay we're gonna have this baby a certain way and then things happen and you may not get the birth that you thought that you were going to get and having to process that and learning to be okay with it but also learning to be okay that as a mom that sometimes you don't connect with baby immediately and we don't talk about those things those are some of those taboo things so teaching women how to recognize that and get unstuck from that is really helpful yeah you're you're speaking to my heart you're like sharing my story without sharing my story so I can give a little bit of I like as long as it's okay I can give a little bit of my uh, my own story I don't mind sharing I'm good um, my pregnancy was great there was nothing abnormal about my pregnancy. It was very good. I took care of myself. We hadn't even discussed anything but a natural birth because it had gone so well. And then I went two weeks overdue. And where we're from, when we go two weeks overdue, um, they induce you. So mm-hmm. I had a scheduled induction and we showed up there at seven o'clock in the morning and they started and it was the worst experience of my life. I'm not even, I don't even sugarcoat it anymore. And I always tell friends and girls that I know that are pregnant. um, I'm always very honest with them. Like, I'm like, you know, like it's a beautiful experience and there is possibility that it might not be everything you've desired. So for me, it was like a solid 24, well, 12 to 24 hours of like impatiently waiting and being induced in many different ways. And then pain and uncomfort and tears and emotions and um and then finally I had dilated enough to begin trying to have this baby and we put we went into the room for about an hour and a half and nothing was happening so he wasn't moving and there was no no like progression forward so they said that at that point I could push for another 15 minutes or I could go into a C-section and I was just exhausted after like that whole entire day of experiencing all that. It was about midnight. So we've been there for a long time. And uh, I just was, I was like, no, I like, let's have a C-section. I also knew that in my body, I, I always love to tell women like, trust your body. Like, trust that 
inner knowing, like something didn't feel right to me. And so once we got into the C-section room, um, once they got me already and I was like, I had an epidural and these were all things that I never discussed with my doctor because we never thought it was an issue. We never thought it would be something I have to deal with. Um, everything went sideways from there. So the, the C-section went really poorly. The, the, the staff was all great, but like the experience for me, it was so quick. They got in there and they realized that he was breached and he was purple. And so he wasn't getting oxygen. So it became like an emergency C-section. And I went, they like put me under and my partner was there. And in the chaos of it all, like the curtain fell down and he could see everything. So he was crying and he was traumatized. And once like our son was like removed from me, they rushed him and the baby out. So in that experience, he also didn't know if he was going to have a partner to raise the two, our two sons after this. Oh, and wow. so wanting for him, I can't speak for his experience, but him wanting to um, be in the joy of having his son, but then also having that fear, am I going to be doing this alone? Did I just lose the lady I love? Did I just lose my partner in life? And I, I can actually honestly say that the next like two, three days, I don't remember anything. When I look back now and I see photos, I don't remember meeting with a lactation consultant. I don't remember... Um, little moments that like most moms talk about and I'm just like oh I don't I don't remember that I, I remember because there's photos but like actually trying to remember it isn't something and then in our situation we lived in a little town where the hospital that we had didn't actually do labor deliveries so we were about two hours away so we were in the hospital for five days only and then we were released to go home and when our son was eight it was my partner's first day back to work and he worked out in the in the boonies. So he was about two, three hours into the bush. And I fainted in the bathroom. And I was grateful that my mother was there with my kids in a different room. And when I came to, um, my mom and I called 911. And it was a very traumatic experience on top of all this other trauma. Um, I was actually flowing out and um, spent three days away from my son. So he was eight days old and you spend three days away from your son. It's that time where you're, discon like you're disconnected and there's no breastfeeding and there's no this. So like my dynamic of being a mother drastically changed in that moment. So, yeah. Um, but now here I am seven years later and you can see where it all happened for a reason. Like you can see why it was like that. Um, my kids have an amazing bond with their grandparents, um, thankfully. <laughs> but those were all those moments where they spent extra time with their grandparents and they, um, luckily like everything was fine with me. There was just a couple scares that really brought us back into reality. But that was the beginning of my journey where I kind of ignored my own need for self-care and self-healing and where it was already part of my nature to like give and give and give and give and give and make sure that everybody else was okay. And this just amplified it because now I'm a mom of two. Yeah, and it does. Now, and then my partner was also going through trauma and we just kind of ignored it because we had a new baby and we didn't really like ever talk about it. And then I'm just going to go on so that people can understand. So then we, <laughs> we actually moved um, to a different city, which was amazing. And also very trying as well because the industry that we both worked in was going down it was like really hitting rock bottom um mm. and we were both working in corporate world and he was more in the labor side of it and i was i was in the office side of it but it was like really go, taking a tank and so we had never planned for me to go back to work after a second but i had a guarantee salary so um when my 
much anything was up. I went back to work and then we were still in the transition of moving back to our little town. And this accident happened right outside of my work where one of my seniors drivers actually um, ran over a woman who was walking in the industrial site and she's deaf and she couldn't hear that his truck started and he did everything that he was possibly to do, like safety walk around checks, everything. And she just was in his blind spot on his truck when he started to drive away. And so it was really, really trying and traumatic because from that moment, I actually ignored everything. I pushed my partner away. I like, I pushed all my friends and family away because I was just trying to control my need for safety. Yeah. And need for security and like to feel like there have been so many spaces in my life where life had been taken or almost taken or fear of dying was something that was placed really deep within me and I lived in a real victim like tra- like very traumatic um state for about two years yeah. and then I had a breakdown and I like to say I broke down to break open. It was like the most beautiful experience of my life. I was sitting in a fast food restaurant <laughs> and I'm sitting in McDonald's. And I remember I hadn't cried in a really long time. And I just like couldn't hold it in anymore. My partner and I had just had a really big disagreement and I was just feeling really drained and I broke down and I cried. And I remember like just being like, whoever's out there, something greater than myself. Like, I just need some help. I need some support. I like, this isn't who I am. This isn't the life I want to live. I'm not going to swear, but I was like, what the F is going on? Like, (laughs) what can I do? And um, my phone rang right in that moment. And it was a really good friend of mine for about 20 years. And I'd been avoiding her because her advice in life just had never, like, it didn't really align with me with like my love beliefs and my family beliefs and like the life I desired to live. And she gave me some of the best sound advice in that moment. And I actually like, she was, she said to me, she's like, have you ever thought there's something going on with your partner that maybe you don't know about? And it's crazy that that little piece of advice like hit me, but I actually like was like, are you on drugs? (laughs) What's going on with you? And she was like, oh no, I'm like, I'm working with a lady though. And I was like, well, I've been in counseling for a few years and like, I haven't had any like massive transformational experiences. And like, I can tell just by that one sentence that something is different within you. So could I have her name and number? (laughs) And and my friend was like, well, yeah, I'm sending it to you because we've been friends for 20 years and I've never heard you cry. Mm. And she's like, so like something, I know, I know you need deep love and support. And so that day I messaged this woman and within two days I was talking to her and within four weeks I had invested in healing and working with her to move through my own darkness and my own layers and within seven weeks I actually met with my own person and she came and spent a week and a half with me and we did some different like modalities of healing that aren't really spoke about in like the western world so much and I walked away a totally different person I really wish that I had been more sciencey at that time and like had been like, oh, let's do a brain scan and like see who I was then and see who I am now. So I did different different forms of hypnosis and regression hypnosis and some theta and some Reiki and just a whole bunch of energy work, but yeah. deeply like within a week. And that's really where my my transformation of like being who I am now to hold space for women really began because when I experienced that shift instantly, from going from like chaos and overwhelm and 
always looking external for myself. That's really what I was doing. I was always like, if this, if I have this, I'll feel better. If I do this, I'll feel better. If I lose this much weight, I'll feel better. If I, if I have this love with my partner, I'll feel better. If, if I'm happier, I'm going to feel better. And the more I've done my own work and the more I've transformed through this and grown and evolved and healed and actually released a lot of stuff to create space, more beauty has come in. And I share my story so openly, not in depth, but like I usually do, but I share it openly because I just want women to know that they're not alone. I thought I was alone for a really like huge chunk of this story where I was, where I just was struggling to like understand how other people could even comprehend what I had been through or like where my mind is at and where my heart was and how disconnected I was from who I was as a woman. And so I share my story and I hold space for women because I want them to know they're not alone. As soon as I got that phone call in McDonald's, I knew that this was the call. This is what I was asking for, this support and guidance and love from others to just become. I knew that I had been disconnected from myself so deeply that I didn't even know who I was as a person. And my journey began because I wanted to be a better mom and I wanted to be a better partner. And it was really for them at that point of my journey. And the more I invested in myself and the more healing I stepped into, I realized that it was for myself and it just ripples out and impacts everybody that enters my life. Oh yes, it does. And I am so glad that you brought that up because you're right. We don't, talk about the different healing modalities that is out there. And I had the pleasure of working with somebody and I actually done the QHHT, which is the Dolores Cannon method of quantum healing hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And when you go under these transformations and you open yourself up to your higher self and Spore alert people, your higher self is you. Yeah. And to allow yourself to understand that, yes, some of the things that you've been through have been crappy because there's no way else to put it. It's, it was crappy. But at the end of it, once we heal ourselves and we see that journey that we took to get where we're at, that means we can help others just like you're doing now, like you're helping more women. Even though those situations you went through, you probably wish no way that you had went through them, but you did. And you came out stronger on the other end. I love that you I love that you say that. For a very long time I was like, what the F? Like this is not what I wanted. This is like destroyed my life. And it's really like I hurt the people I love the most in those like yeah short years deeply and it's still a part of my daily journey is like moving through those and healing beyond them um as a family unit as a partner has different um, areas of my life but when I look back now I choose to lean into gratitude so deeply I actually don't even like thinking about who I would have been if nothing had happened I don't even love to toy with the idea of where would I be if none of those experiences happened to me. Yeah. Because who I was, I was so disconnected from the woman I am in my heart, my soul, like my higher self. I didn't even comprehend what I was capable of or the impact that I had or the way that I wanted to guide from my heart for other women to like rise into their higher selves. 
and I've been asked this, I didn't say yes. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like I can't, um, there's, there's big things. Like I, I obviously like see my partner and I like hold my heart and I send him love regularly. Like the power that he has to be even in my world after all that went on and the gratitude and love and like that I send to him on a daily basis just for being as strong as he is and that's another thing like as women I believe that the more we heal the more we become a better more aligned empowered mom and we are able to guide our children through life in a more like connected way and being a boy mom that's really important to me because it's not talked about men and their emotions and um consciously being present with them and so that's something that I'm really learning through this whole experience is yeah and I love yeah I love that you said that because especially because I got three boys so I can identify with the boy mom and teaching them that they can have those emotions because ladies moms when you have boys, teach them that they can feel, that they can love, that they can have emotions because they're going to marry your future daughter-in-law or future son-in-law. And you need to give them the tools to be equipped to when they leave your home that they can show their partner the compassion. And I love that you said sending your husband gratitude and love every single day because I love doing that because when you do that with your partner even when you have those disagreements because we all do because it's part of the human experience but you still love each other even when you look at each other and go like I don't want to talk about it still love each other and that's what I love and um ladies <laughs> with your partners and you're going through harder times one of the things that I've been showing this last I'd say month more like prominently in my life is we often hold ourselves and others to a higher standard and it's something that I've been really working through and having shown to me is that when we create a space to be in the present moment and to be in the now and we're able to see ourselves clearly who we are and we're able to see our partners and our children and our friends from the space that they are in it actually allows us to amplify our experience so when we don't hold people on pedestals and when we can still see the good in their higher their higher selves and their highest potential and we bring ourselves back down to ground zero where we're like, this is the present moment. What are they experiencing? And asking ourselves before we go into a conversation, if we are capable of holding what they're going through. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That is definitely, definitely it because they're going through their own things and what you might be telling them, they're going to see it or hear it from a totally different perspective. So we have to understand that too as well and give them space give them the grace for that yeah and I've noticed just in in practicing that in bringing myself back down and honoring that we both have had our experiences and neither one of them are the same and that that's beautiful 
that that actually creates more dynamic in our life and it allows us to be more present. Um, my own self audits and self awareness has created beautiful opportunities for me to connect with many of people from a space of whole rather than broken and having to like almost defend myself. And when I've been in a space of making sure that I'm actually capable of holding a conversation and emotions from my partner specifically, <laughs> um, it makes the world of difference when we ensure that we have that capability and we can come at it from the present moment and not bring up the past and not bring even our future desires and hopes into the conversation and just like creating space and giving ourselves permission to hear what another person is going through and not not discrediting our own experience but knowing that their experience is different from ours definitely so as we get ready to wrap up the conversation i always ask my guests what is one good last nugget that you can give them my biggest thing right now is being present um sometimes it's hard in our crazy chaotic world right now to be present and to stay focused in what's going on in our world but what has worked for me is really taking a moment to like I just place my hand on my heart like this and I close my eyes and I take multiple rounds of deep breathing. So in through my nose and out through my mouth and just bringing myself into my body. I'm always in my mind. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I'm doing, but when I do that and I bring my hand to my heart and I just breathe and I bring my attention to my heart space, it brings a whole new level of awareness and experience to whatever is going on in your world at that very moment. Yes. And I love that you put your hand on your heart. There's a reason for that. And for those that don't know, um, I can't remember. I think it was Greg Braden that actually um, was teaching about that not that long ago. And and it may have re actually originated from the um, heart mind. Yes. But part of it, when you put your hands on your heart, you're giving that intention and for those of you that may not be in some of the spiritual journeys that me and Raylan have been on, there is a book that I really want you to check out. And I will put it down in the show notes. And I actually sort of fangirl over him because it's amazing, his journey. But to Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, yes. There is a ton of research this man has done yeah. that is backed up by science. And when you're talking about putting your hand on your heart, it sinks your heart and your brain together. Your heart has over 40,000 neurons that communicate with your brain. Your heart actually communicates more to your brain than your brain communicates to your heart. So let that sink in a little bit. When you do that, you're giving your body that intention. And like Raylan was talking about the now. And another good person to read about the now is Dr. Wayne Dreyer. He's yes, since passed. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome person to follow. 
I would highly recommend looking him up on YouTube. He has a ton of content on there. I think I actually have one of his books, but I'm not going to drag it out right now because I have no clue where it's at. But it's the Now Meditation. And when you start looking at these people that have been doing this stuff for a long time now, and Dr. Joe Dispenza has several books. His best one that I love so far is Becoming Supernatural and The Placebo Effect. Get those two. If you don't read anything else in your life, read those. Yeah. I highly recommend them. And when you are ready, find Raylan or find me, whoever you connect with. When I am talking to you ladies, I want you to find somebody that you connect with because the work that we do is personal. The work that we do is going to bring up some of the not so good stuff. But when you're done and you're ready to move on, you'll be so much better and you'll be 100% more than what you were when you came to us. Oh, yes. I love that. When I said yes, that first time I was scared, like shitless. <laughs> I was so scared. And yet I knew everything in my body needed it. It didn't matter what my investment was going to be. It didn't matter where it was coming from. I just knew it was something I needed to do. And then everything just started to fall in place. As soon as I said, yes, everything just worked out and it was so right. And I love how you say, like, find the person you connect with. Yeah. And maybe it's neither one of us, but maybe we can point you in the right direction. Maybe yeah. we can connect you with somebody. This That's what's beautiful about this industry is we're, we're constantly connecting and meeting new people. And I love that we can share different women with different modalities, with different paths to healing. I am constantly investing in different experiences and meeting new women. And one of the things that I have grown to know is that this journey is crazy and it's consistent it is the rest of our life and it is something that we are here to do for the rest of our life and it just it might not be easy in the beginning but I promise you it does get easier as you go definitely yeah. Raylan I so appreciate you coming on the show this has been a wonderful conversation hopefully somebody out there that has needed to hear it has heard their message today whatever has resonated with them and whether you know it or not, what you hear today, even if it doesn't resonate with you right now, is going to resonate with you in the future. So I always recommend you go back and listen because there's always some goodness in these podcasts. There is a ton of information. Grab it and run with it. So thank you for coming on. And I know I have your website scrolling down at the bottom. Where else can they find you? Ah, Instagram. Instagram is my jam. If you guys want to connect and talk and actually have personal conversations, it's at Real and Danielle Wellness. And then on Facebook, I have a women's private group. It's called Wild at Heart. And I love that you brought up like it's not always a beautiful journey. Sometimes it's a lot of shadow work and like delving into the darker side of us. And I just began actually today, we began a 22 day journey 
of it's a self journey it's a self discovery it's a journal topic every single day to go into our shadow side so that's um wild at heart women wild at heart on facebook i can send you the link if you want and then you can share it um and it's more of a space just to inspire and connect and create a community where everyone's able to support one another and there's it's going to grow and expand in the future it's just in a space right now where i speak my heart and i show up and i offer free trainings and teachings and experiences <laughs> but it's going to grow and expand oh yeah definitely and those things like that and i just now put it in the chat um when you join groups like that these groups are valuable there's a lot of information especially if she's giving it away for free i highly recommend that you jump in there join because there might be just that one thing that she talks about that's going to click so mm, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today it's such an honor you are welcome raylan thank you so much and as i always love to sign off whether you know it or not whether you believe it or not you are loved you are the beacon of hope and you're unstoppable everyone have a good one bye thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast to support the podcast join our patreon account through podbean at your transformation journey or if you like this episode send us a review through itunes and follow us on podbean you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and also at my website at www.donlongcoach.com. Remember, you are unstoppable and you are loved.